Toontown Public Works is not for kids, even though Sir Casey and I are childish cartoons. We try our best to keep the show PG-13, but regardless, we do talk about a lot of adult content. Stuff like weird sex things, and, um, and butts! We also have a Patreon now, where we post things like bonus episodes and periodic newsletters about things that are interesting us at the moment. So, yeah, check that out uh, if you're so inclined. Enjoy the show! Toontown Historical Society presents Toontown Public Works, a program where three highly unqualified doofuses make a mockery of themselves in the name of preserving this great city's forgotten classics. Hello, and welcome to Toontown Public Works, where we treasure the ink to find the hidden gems. I'm Ichi the Raccoon. I'm Casey the Dog. I'm Sirk the Cat. Happy 2019, everyone. Happy 2019. Uh, yeah, we are. This is the first episode recording of the new year. Uh, so yeah, that's really cool stuff. Yay. Um, God, what? What? When did we post the first episode? It was. I know we've done this for quite a bit now. Uh, mm, has I, it been a full year? Ballpark a year and a half, probably. I would yeah. have to check. Uh, probably. I know we've already had one anniversary, so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this will be the 41st episode, so. Yes. Yeah. That is many episodes. And My number is right. Heck yes. Every other week, yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's really incredible. So uh, thank you for listening, and uh Congrats, you made it through 2018. Good job. I know that was hard us for a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to keep getting hard harder every year, but you're doing good. Everyone. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I feel like that instead of just going through like normal cartoon news stuff, there's not a lot of really interesting things anyways to talk about right now. I got something. Um, all right. If you want to bring it up, go ahead. All right. I'll be real quick with this one. Uh, so, as of 2019, a bunch of stuff actually went into the public domain, including Felix the Cat. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. The boy is ours. Right. Well, the reason why I was kind of holding back on that is because I'm a bit confused about, like, how much that's true. Uh, I think a lot of his shorts are in the public domain. Like, a lot of, like, his very first early shorts, but I don't know if the character is as much um uh the only reason i'm confused about it is just because of the whole dreamworks buying the characters like in 2014 like, yeah they did that yeah um uh, for for like fashion stuff or whatever but like i don't know if that means like so it is that... it is the early incarnations of felix okay. the cat that is in the public domain um you can't use his bag of it's... tricks but you can use him cyberpunk traveling yeah, like it's it's so confusing, and I may be I may be getting the details wrong about this because uh, copyright law is is fucked. Uh, yep. But uh, <laughs> but like it, it's kind of like to use an example uh, in I think like twenty twenty four for example uh, if copyright law is not changed before then, uh, which I'm not counting on. Uh, Steamboat Willie 
will enter the public domain, which doesn't mean the character of Mickey Mouse in all of his incarnations will be available to the public domain, but it does mean that Mickey Mouse, as he appeared in Steamboat Willie, will be. The one who drove okay. a boat. Yeah, so at that point, if you want to make the porn version of Steamboat Willie, <laughs> you <laughs> legally can <laughs> and sell it for profit. Uh, Just call so, it the, the, the Good Boat Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> and good good mouse. <laughs> Steamboat Swilly. Steam, mm, Willie Swole, is a word I mean, it's for already, penis. Uh, yeah, Willie's already so, a word for penis. Know, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, I, I prefer the the boat mouse and his penis adventures. That's my. Yeah, there you go. The boat, the it. boat mouse and his penis, peanut adventures. Oh, uh, <laughs> Willie's no. steamer. So, oh boy. Oh no, no. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, the. Uh, so Felix the cat, I think, is in a is in sort of a similar place where now uh, a lot of the early incarnations of that character are now available to the public domain. Uh, yeah, so the the character itself, I believe, in its most modern form, still belongs to DreamWorks. Um, yeah, and that, I might I may be getting the details on that completely ass backwards. Uh, but that's uh, what I have gathered from my minimal research. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting, it's interesting. And I'm, I'm happy that, uh, I'm happy that, you know, this event, you know, I, one thing that might, it makes me a little hopeful, maybe because so many people are so fucking aware about how bullshit, uh, the, uh, copyright laws are that if Disney does try to do anything here by like 2024 or whatever uh there's probably going to be only one hell of a fucking outcry um, yeah i have seen i have seen think pieces suggesting both that there's no way it's going to happen and that it is inevitable <laughs> so yeah it's it's one or the other honestly yeah, so it's <laughs> Yeah, I mean, eventually it will be, obviously. So I think it's just too early to say what's going to happen to Mickey Mouse. But Mickey Mouse, if you're listening right now, come home. Come home, Mickey. We miss we you, miss friend. You. We <laughs> Oswald so, misses you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, there you go. That is yeah. that was the that was the only cartoon news that was exciting that I was interested in talking about. Uh, right. But you had something uh, planned, so. Well, I have I have a couple things planned. Well, first okay. off, I think we can briefly touch upon the movies we saw recently. Um, actually, let's let's go with Mary Poppins Returns because because uh, I I saw Mary Poppins Returns, but I did not see the other one you wanted to talk about. So yeah, and I that's gonna be part of my discussion later. But basically, uh, but yeah, Mary Poppins Returns. Um, I saw it. Casey saw it. Cirque hasn't. I haven't. Uh, yep. So. We will try to avoid spoilers, but we really want to talk about it because it's yeah, because, the first, the sorry. first like, I'm sorry, it just it's like the first like 2D animated stuff that's been on the big screen since like that Winnie the Pooh movie that came out in like 2010. Yeah, um, and the and the 2D animated sex, section in Mary Poppins Returns, in my opinion, is mandatory viewing. It is oh, it's so so good. So good. <laughs> it's like ridiculously good. And it was longer than I expected it to be. It's like a good Yes. It's like a good like 20 to 30 minute section, I think. 
Question. Uh, I think it's like 20. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we know who did the animated section? Was that in-house animators or? I actually have um, done zero research on that. And just for the record, I also thought the rest of the movie was good too. But that, for for our podcast's sake, the only mandatory viewing was the the 20 minute animated section which is my favorite part of the film how is lynn in it oh he's amazing oh 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 uh james baxter oh uh, wait is, yeah he's really? the uh does, yeah he's he's the he did the char- character animation for mary poppins returns oh that's well, that sick. explains why it's so good <laughs> yeah there <laughs> it's, you go it's incredible <laughs> um yeah uh it's um okay so in general i think mary poppins returns is fantastic uh, i'm not someone who's intensely nostalgic about the original uh, i've also read the books as well mm-hmm. uh they're they're good i love them a lot um both of them and i i i get the argument that people make about you know how disney you know did with the material and all that kind of stuff but I still think it's a good fucking movie. I'm sorry. Uh, it'd be one thing if it was like kind of a middle of the road thing. It's actually kind of fantastic, but it's also not really a movie I think about a lot. I don't know. Um, I, I always sometimes forget. I sometimes forget that that is a Disney movie sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Uh, so I came in Mary Poppins Returns basically completely open minded about you know I heard it's basically the first movie, but then like uh, you know, but it's like. Uh, that's a different and yeah that's that's kind of true uh the beats beats echo each other like the you know like there's there like every part of the movie has like a story related analog to the first movie you know but it's it's still very fresh and it's not like unaware and it, it feels a lot like that's what surprised me the most about it is that it feels a lot like a sequel to the original, which usually when you do a sequel, I don't know how many years later, uh, like decades later, it doesn't, they, they don't do that <laughs> very well. Yeah. And this one really does. Like it, it seems like a sequel, like in tone to the original Mary Poppins, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, know. it's it's a very it has the same tone. It actually deals with some pretty heavy topics. Uh mm-hmm. uh and it's just got beautiful songs. Like I was like tearing up throughout the entire movie because of how freaking gorgeous the songs are. Uh and uh and then like at the end I was just weeping. I was just utterly weeping. It was really great. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um but but yes, the thing that's relevant about this podcast is that the animated segment was just full of cartoon animal people, uh, like our favorite was, kind of animal people. It, <laughs> yes, my favorite kind of people in the world are animal people uh, of the cartoon variety. There's um, no people like and, animal people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was. It's it's just it was a moment in a the theater where the entire time I was just kind of like had my hands near my mouth and just in like mouth agape and just complete utter joy the entire time it is all what i want in that kind of thing honestly yeah Uh, i think i think the the really weird thing about this movie is that it's two and a half hours long (laughs) yeah but that's Uh, the 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 only the weird thing about it though is it's kind of a breezy two and a half hours it doesn't like it doesn't feel like two and a half hours really like it's it doesn't 
Because, like, that seems overly long, right? Like, if the first Mary mm-hmm. Poppins movie was that long, it would be a drag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, I, I, actually, I actually think that they managed to pack quite a lot of really great content into those two and a half hours. Uh, but that, sorry, that deviates from what we were talking about, which is the animated section, which is the reason we're talking about it in the first place. Um, well, like, the, the, the animated section is just great because it, does a lot of stuff that uh i like like what some of my favorite little tropes from like uh old disney animation from that era like uh i love they they do like well for one like they have the uh classic like trying to have having the live action characters interacting with the cartoon characters and there's some really clever ways they do this like uh one of the kids trading their hat with the uh dog with who's driving the cabbies uh like little bowler hat they switch places and it looks really freaking great because they like ah it's just a really good looking effect uh they have the penguins are back but they have more personality than they used to yes Uh, they are super great uh like they're they they really feel like they are physically there and that is incredible uh they even do one of my favorite little flourishes uh like i won't really spoil the moment but there's a character that has like evil eyes where it's kind of got the like the flashing red lines coming like like it's kind of hard to describe like you know the end of uh uh 101 dalmatians where cruella Deville's like in the car like just driving and she has like these demonic eyes that just kind of like have like these red rings going down uh like through like through the eyes you know what i'm talking about right don't okay please thank you that's all i was asking for was acknowledgement uh but um yeah, like, it, there's that little visually, and I really appreciate that. That's a fun little detail uh, coming from, like, a less than trustworthy character. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. Uh, I love, love, love designs. Even had hyenas in the crowd, which is good. Super good. Yep, there uh, are, there are uh, I, hmm, I think, three different kinds of dogs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's a, <laughs> unlike chicken little where everyone's a dog yeah, unlike chicken um, little which is which is exclusive content if you go to our patreon if you want to hear us talk about all the dogs we chicken own little. the we, <laughs> we own the rights to chicken little you can only watch yeah. it if you yeah, are exactly. subscribed to our patreon honestly um, i don't think disney wants to hold those rights anyway so <laughs> they're not no. doing anything with them uh so yeah the uh there's badgers there's hippopotam hippopotami hippopotami wow (laughs) that's quite a word Um, there are weasels yes there's weasels there's um there's a a a strangely less anthropomorphized horse uh yes but that's that's common in but he talks so he's still anthropomorphized well yeah it's it's like, like it's like it's like the horse yeah. from uh, uh, Ichabod and Mr. Toad. You know? Oh, yeah. I forgot that movie. One thing you uh, know about yeah. Disney, all, all horses don't get anthropomorphized and all horses are dogs. The only time Disney has <laughs> anthropomorphized a horse was uh, in Zootopia. And even then, like, it was really weird because they were holding cameras and they had, like, the slide their hooves on top of the camera to take a picture. And it was yeah, weird what, looking. What is, so if anthropomorphized is to make the, is to make the horse more humanistic through human characteristics, then does that make the horse entangled, uh... 
canophomorphized? <laughs> um, I mean, all animals are dogs, basically. All, That's, yeah, that... all all non dogs are dogs. It's true. Yeah, exactly. Chairs have true. four legs. They are dogs. <laughs> Electronic music has a term called four on the floor. They're dogs. A hot dog uh, is the... a dog. Yes. <laughs> the no, a hot dog is a sandwich. Uh, but okay. Uh, <laughs> just to make the internet really mad for a moment there. Um, anyways, and all sandwiches uh, are dogs. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's canon. Um, you, but yeah, you take it's, the organs it's and a you fun put movie. them between the dog parts. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, fun movie. Highly recommend seeing, even if it's just for the animated segment, which is freaking beautiful and good and wonderful. Um, yes. Uh, so, oh, and uh, Lin Manuel Miranda is really hot in it. There yes. you go. Um, he is yeah. highly attractive. Yes. Um, uh, Piderman. So Piderman. I can't well, talk I, about Piderman, about... even though I'd want to if I'd seen it, because I hadn't seen it. Me well, neither. okay, I, I don't want to talk about it uh in a broad sense just quite yet because i want to talk about it in uh in this my little small discussion we're going to have here about favorite uh things you like, favorite movies you saw in 2018 that were animated or even cartoon mo- shows and stuff like that um personally me i did not see a lot of new cartoon shows in 2018 i don't know why i think i just kind of fell back and then i've been really behind on all the ones that i really do like too uh yeah. also i can't 100 percent be sure of that either just because 2018 is the year that felt like three different years so i honestly cannot honestly mark what stuff came out this year i have to constantly look at a list to honestly remember oh yeah this was this year <laughs> yeah um, that was a fucking long year yeah uh but yeah uh so it, 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 i don't know like I, I guess i think i should we should kind of like a little round robin i guess a little bit uh, i have to be honest the only anime movie that i saw in 2018 like the years and stuff was like hotel transylvania 3 nope no we both no, we no. all saw incredibles 2 and that's oh yeah that's story. right that was this year? Yeah. That was this year, that's right. That yes. no, was not this year, it was yeah. last year. It's 2019 now. Yes, that. Uh, well, but yeah, it was yeah. it was 2018 was Incredibles 2, and that that's my answer. That's uh, my it answer. Can be, okay. We can we can share that answer. I would like to share um, that answer. I yeah. I will uh, I will recommend I I will say that in general, um 2018 was actually a pretty banging year for enemy films. I mean mm. it wasn't like incredible like it was in like 2016 um but like it was honestly a pretty good like there's very few things that i would like consider like complete duds um like and there's so many ways i do need to see that uh i actually haven't yet uh like i haven't seen early man which is the ardman film that came out this year um and i want to see uh Mirai, which uh, or Miri, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's an anime film that I've been hearing a lot about that looks really freaking great. Um, but yeah, it's honestly not been that bad in a mainstream sense. Uh, the worst, I would say, because I've honestly seen, I think all the major ones really. Um, I saw Sherlock Gnomes, 
<laughs> I saw Peter Rabbit, which is only somewhat animated, but I'm going to count it. Um, but I've seen Isle of Dogs. I've seen Smallfoot. I've oh, seen yeah, Teen I did Titans see Go Isle to of the Movies. Too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw Teen Titans Go to the Movies. I saw Hotel Transylvania 3. I saw The Grinch. I got saw Ralph Breaks the Internet. I saw Incredibles 2. And I saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So, like, those are all the major ones that came out in the United States in the very least. So... Um, I just don't make it out to the movies that often lately. I should be I should be staying on top of this stuff if I really want to be taken seriously as someone who <laughs> talks about cartoons. <laughs> uh, I yeah. I and ha- as someone who has not seen Spider Verse, in spite of everything, I'm part of the problem. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's Spider Verse is doing fine, honestly. Okay, well, I I do I do plan on saying it like really soon. It's 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 a high priority for me. I just don't get out to the movies very often. I yeah. really need to see Spider Man as well. It may get to the point where I have to see it at home, but I will see it. And when I do, I will freak out about it on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. So like, uh, I mean, in terms of like the worst I've seen this year, uh. Honestly, the worst one I have to say is just the Grinch. And it wasn't because it's like incompetent. Like it's actually very well put together and designed and everything. It's just not a good like version of this character or this universe. And it's weirdly non secular for a Grinch thing. Like they talk, they, 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 they have like, like I, I, for, I almost forgot about it, but then I listened to a review of the Grinch from like uh, another place here, and they remind me that oh right, there are multiple points where they talk about like like or they have like music that's basically like the stuff talking about Jesus and stuff, and it's like really, um, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's Christmas, I guess, but at the same time, it's like it's weird thinking about who's having Christmas in re- reference to like jesus that, see that is that is that is very strange to imagine like the, the who's live on a snowflake right so realistically they shouldn't or they live on, i guess it depends on which who canon you're referring to mm-hmm. they shouldn't know about jesus at all they don't yeah i know it's... they know about who's this who's this <laughs> who's <Got> this cruised <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do they know it's who's this time at all? And like, there might be some people who might be a bit like weirded out that I'm picking the Grinch over say something like uh, Sherlock Gnomes or Peter Rabbit. But like, one, I went to Sherlock Gnomes thinking I was going to absolutely fucking hate it and I actually came out of it kind of enjoying it. It's not great by any stretch, but it's better than I was expecting. Uh, And Peter Rabbit, again... I was going and expecting to hate it. It actually works in a lot of ways. Like there's definitely moments that are not great, but I like the, like I liked a lot of the stuff in it. Uh, and it was also very gorgeously shot. Um, like really the Grinch is just a major disappointment. It really is. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's hard to talk about. I've kind of went into way too much detail in the previous episode yeah, about fine. why I fucking hate the Grinch movie. This well, one. Why don't, why don't we talk about, cause like, I don't, I don't have a well-formed opinion just through having not seen a whole lot about what the worst animated feature I watched from 2018 right. was. 
you know, like most of what I watched in 2018 was actually old stuff. And at most of the old stuff I watched was Scooby-Doo. Uh, right. So, uh, so why don't we talk about, why don't we talk about the movie you enjoyed this year that you saw recently? <laughs> yeah. Is okay, that like, yeah. is that, is, is, is Spider-Verse your top pick? Like if you had to like at gunpoint pick a top <laughs> pick, which is not uh, something we really do. I uh, mean, honestly, honestly, even if I wasn't put at gunpoint, I probably would say that it was my favorite this year. In terms okay. Of excellent. Films. Um, Cause like uh, I did enjoy Incredibles 2 a lot. And I, I, I saw it more, like a couple times, like once uh, by myself and once with Cirque when uh, we were in Disneyland together. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but, uh, and I really did enjoy Incredibles too. But I think it's kind of softened a little in my, like, uh, like a little bit in my head a little bit in terms of like, it, it basically it works but there's also just like things where it's just like eh, i can understand why some people might be kind of torn on it and you know that kind of thing but uh my other my other possible choice might have been like raw freaks internet which is good but i don't think it's great uh and maybe isle of dogs but isle of dogs is a technically amazing movie while being kind of weird on its execution to makes it kind of like push it away a little bit yeah, in my mind and some in that vaguely regard. problematic elements as well but that's what uh, i'm saying yeah yeah but, I, but we, we've talked about all of those movies at length in previous episodes uh, i know i just kind of no, I'm no, 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 i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to be rude i'm just saying i i'm excited yeah. to hear your thoughts your your non-spoilery thoughts on spider-verse right, <laughs> right. uh i mean spider-verse is just such a great not just a great superhero movie not just a great anime movie but just a great movie yes like it's it's a it's a fantastically stylistic film in the same way that like like honestly i really want uh phil lord and christopher miller to just like they, they didn't direct this film they were originally but then they kind of moved on to other directors and just went to a producing writing role um but uh, I I want them to produce or direct more animated movies because no matter what they do with those, they find a cr really creative way to do it. Like with the like the Lego movie is fantastic because they could have just like done what like the Lego video games have done at the time, which are just basically like make them like kind of rubberized Lego people, you know? And yeah, and, the, and Lego has and made movies that way. Yeah, exactly. But instead, what they did is they made it basically a pseudo stop motion film using Legos, like and like these really elaborate computer systems to simulate like Lego water, uh, and just really gorgeous effects. Like there's moments where it really just looks like you're looking at a Lego, like a, like a like Lego people on the screen, and yeah. it's incredible. A bunch of people um, got fooled by that when it came out too exactly it's 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 super super great i mean they, and then they, they did even the exact... have stuff down to the level of like little thumbprints on some of them too yeah exactly yeah. it's great uh but then like and spider-verse like they did the same thing in terms of like making a very literalist uh kind of interpretation of the works in the sense that it's like instead of being like 
oh, we're just going to make it like a hyper-realistic 3D movie or like even maybe like the kind of a cel-shaded kind of look or something. They just went out of their way to basically make this look like a living comic book in every conceivable way from like multi-panel screens to like creative uses of like thought bubbles and like uh like narrative text stuff uh like instead of having like focus shot like instead of like having like out of focus stuff they would instead uh do like the cbyg like you know like the thing that basically like the the color stuff that they use to color the comic books they kind of just like did a little distortion to make it look like a misprint you like know the ha- like the half tones yeah exactly yeah. so that's so it looks so like the stuff that's not important will be kind of like blurred out through being kind of miscolored you know like that uh and instead of having like blurs or something like in a, like they actually hand draw the actual blurs on the screen um and i i know people who have issues with like the fa- fr- some of the frame rate stuff uh mainly just that it kind of shifts between a bunch of different like movement frame rates from like really kind of jittery kind of like looking almost stop motiony kind of stuff like almost like lego movie kind of stuff to like very fluid moments um and i can understand that because i know some people might get like kind of headaches from that mm-hmm. but um in terms of like it, it it honestly in my personal opinion it just works it's it's chaotic and beautiful and uh full of just amazing color schemes and uh palettes that like are true to whatever universe that they come from uh and it's really good like the gl- the glimpses into like the spider gwen universe uh uses the same like art style that the comics use and like that really like the bunch of the blues and the light blues and pinks just kind of like reflecting off of like buildings and stuff like that like it's really great um there's a lot of attention to detail um and also the thing i was worried about the most turned out to not be true which is that i was feared that oh well i heard that originally the pitch pitch i heard was that oh uh Phil Lord and Christopher Miller are going to be doing a Spider-Man animated movie that styles stars uh, Miles Morales, and I was like, okay, awesome. And then um, I learned that it was going to have like Peter Parker and then all the other like and other Spider-Man people there, and I was just like, oh, so are we just going to kind of brush aside Miles Morales to show off like normal Spider-Man? and stuff next to like others and kind of treat miles morales as like a different variation but not equal to peter parker kind of thing like that that's what i was really worried about um but no uh it's legitimately a miles morales origin story done in a very tight and brilliant way that is emotionally engaging um and it's basically miles morales learning how to like basically like how 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 he's gonna like put up with like this it's it's hard i don't really want to get into like any sort of spoiler kind of territory i um it's just if you know the character miles morales it's gonna hit a lot of the same character beats but in this framework of because like the main message of the story is basically that anyone could be spider-man given the right circumstances it literally does not matter who you are as long as you're doing the right thing basically uh and it's it's just a really well done really 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 well done movie uh 
I I've seen it twice now. I'm considering seeing it a third time because it is genuinely an impressive work of art. Um, yeah, and this it, conversation about the animation just reminded me that I still haven't gotten around to watching Loving Vincent yet. I still haven't seen that either. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I need to see that really badly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just such a great looking, just beautifully written, beautifully acted, uh, emotionally captivating, genuinely hilarious film. Uh, that embraces the weirder parts of like comic book lore without being too like haha isn't it dumb or being way too impenetrable and like not followable in any way um it just works and it's great it's fantastic i'm so happy that it works and i'm so happy that miles morales has a debut in a mainstream sense that is this freaking great (laughs) All right. Well, I am very excited to see this whenever I do, hopefully soon. Uh, do you think there's a Toontown Public Works verse? Um, are I mean, alternate are there? Is there a noir version of us of our characters? I mean, I'm sure that probably exists is somewhere. There... <laughs> Wait, I thought that I, was just I'm, who Frank got it. I'm trying to. I am trying to establish. A multiverse lore for our podcast. <laughs> um, I mean, there's probably one universe where we're actually like funny and smart, so there's probably that one. There's no, that, uh, there's one. There's That's one. This where... one. <laughs> You're adorable. Sure. There's one. <laughs> there's one where there's one where we're anime, and there's oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> We, <laughs> i don't know i'm trying to i'm we're just, trying to think of I'm trying we're to all think just of like them. these we're all like the 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 boy and the beast like and like we're all like the weird like monster beast do anime dudes like that's just yeah. the universe <laughs> we're all those uh, uh i i should have thought of a place i could have taken that bit before i spoke <gasps> oh uh, now i'm just thinking about uh, a shirakuma cafe uh universe with us and it's just a normal dog and a normal raccoon and a normal cat doing podcast <laughs> together and that's just really really making me happy <laughs> I, I like that uh um, but yes uh 18 2018 may have not been the greatest in all respects but goddamn were they some really good uh animated stuff good year for cartoons good movies in general really good music yeah there's a lot year. of good media I'm, I'm i really it's hard for me not to talk about non-animated stuff here because like there's a lot of really good things that came out this year in terms of movies but anyways that is not this podcast what is this podcast well i'm happy you asked uh we here at toontown public works we watch cartoons that fall into the public domain or are otherwise easily accessible uh and uh i guess uh, patreon time yeah yeah okay if we... before either of you just kind of have to remind me that we have to chill ourselves this right isn't here. chilling this We're... is supporting our others who are great and awesome and we love them and also we, we need to make sure that people know we don't have to go super into it. we just need to make sure people know we have a patreon when in the early parts of the podcast because that's where we have high engagement 
Well, it's just like people people are more likely to listen to the first part of the podcast than the last part. So, this is riveting. This is riveting, riveting podcast stuff. Yeah, right you guys here. are. You guys are. You're getting a glimpse into the sausage factory. Uh, if you we, want more of a glimpse into our sausage factory, you can always uh, donate to our Patreon. Um, it's at patreon.com/ttpw, where we post newsletters uh, and uh, have polls. And, uh, you know, polls for basically bad anime movies we'll watch for our bonus podcast, which is called Toontown Nights, where we watch a bad anime movie uh, that uh, we have to say something nice about, basically. Uh, most recent one we did uh, record just a little bit ago was Chicken Little. I have no idea when that's going to be up. I don't know if it's going to be up before this one does, but if not, uh, then there's spoilers right there, I guess. Forward to. Yeah, yeah um, you, you know our feelings already. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think we need to go super into detail about our Patreon. Just mention that we have it and what it is. And uh, $100 per month, we ship sausages to you. Um, nope, we don't. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, and yeah, like, and again, this is all for our editors. Casey, Cirque, and I, we don't take any of that money. It's 100% for uh, Akita Dragon and Alex Lemer, who basically worked our butts off to make this actually work in any sort of way so we could not do uh, this without them and we really appreciate yeah. their contributions so let's go yeah. ahead and get into our main segment i think let's do some other yes. fucking bad cartoons or good cartoons the point is they're public domain cartoons yes uh odds are nobody... historically one of them at least will be bad <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we almost never get an all good episode yeah, that's very true, unfortunately. Those are blessed days um, when that happens. I mean, there's a reason why people didn't really want to renew those copyrights sometimes. Yeah, I uh, so. Uh, but yes. Uh, so how this works is that we have a place where we... Like, we have a DVD collection of a bunch of different cartoons that fall into the public domain or otherwise easily accessible, as well as some other um, works outside of that as well. Um I really actually need to get around to like writing all those suggestions down because there's some really good ones that we've gotten. I just been really really bad about like putting them on the list. Oh, and speaking of that, uh we have a thing called we call the list. And yeah, basically that's where we find the cartoons. Uh so yes. Uh with that, Alex Drum roll, please. <laughs> no! What did that sounds good noise. What's that? Uh, um, our first cartoon of the day is a Three Stooges cartoon. Get it out. Get the bad one out. Get it out right now. <sighs> yeah, I haven't had one of those called... in a minute. Yeah, there's a lot on this list, too, which is... Uh, but anyways to be fair our uh, last three stooges cartoon was actually okay right it was probably, probably not great <laughs> well no it's fine. not great the the thing is they have they they aren't like soul crushing that's that's the uh that's the point that it was not soul crushing uh, well uh either way our, our next cartoon is called tree nuts never mind there's no hope
Well, the bug's cute. I love the bug. bug. Was very cute. The bug was very cute. This was a um, weird ass episode of Three Stooges. Yeah. Uh, again, no live action segment, nor any like intro thing, except for like a title card, basically. Um, happened last time as well, but it was just it's weird because like we were getting those consistently for quite a long time. Uh, I and guess format change or something. I guess I don't know. Um, but basically, it's just another one where the three suits are like park rangers. Uh, and in this one, there's like a termite that is like cutting all the trees down. And it's just a single really powerful termite that can like throw people and stuff. They seem to know um, it because they name it. They call it Terry Termite or something. I did, did, really? Yeah, they I, did. I must have missed that multiple times. They said, okay. they said that. Yeah, I don't know why they called it that. And it makes no sense. I either I, they, they must have named it because it didn't introduce itself. Right. Um, I mean, I like the termite design because it kind of looks like a Mario World character. Oh my with god, like, it does! Like, it, like it's like a very kind of weird Koopa-ish kind of looking thing with like a mask around its eyes because it's a it's doing uh, like criminal things, I guess. Slight buzzy uh, beetle look, him. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a cute design. I really like this friend a lot. Um, but yeah, like the termite destroys their car by having a tree fall on them, and then they basically start chasing after it. And like I said, like Curly Joe, like basically tries to step on it on the termite, uh, which <laughs> Casey then went, "You monster!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but then like uh, yeah, it did a judo flip, for it, and then like it, it, and then it goes into a tree basically. Um, but like it's just like a series of like different little gags. There were one jokes that actually worked, and there were some absurdities that were really freaking great too. Um, for one, uh, the one of the ways of trying to them kind of get out of the tree was like uh, using a, uh, a bug spray that they kind of just pump into the tree, uh, and they pump so much of it out there that like uh, Mo and Larry, who are on the bottom holding like fly swatters to try to catch it, to try exiting the tree, uh, get a blast in their face, and then... Uh, uh, they die. Yeah, there's well, like a die, break for but... some dialogue, and then they just fall over, because they died. Well, what they what, 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 what Mo says is like, you know what's dumb, Larry? Uh, and he's like, what? We lost again. And then they, <laughs> they fall over dead. <laughs> and then Curly Joe dies. Yeah, he dies by falling out of the tree. It takes well. a while for Sorry. him to land. Yeah. Yep. And then there's the absurdity of them, like, after, like, getting the termite out of the tree, that they <laughs> Mo freaking points a gun and, yeah, like, point blank really at the termite. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's just the great. image of a termite getting held up at gunpoint. That's pretty good. Yeah, but also also imagine it's... being someone who's holding imagine someone pointing a gun at your hand while you're holding a bug. He didn't like... seem to care much. <laughs> like he what do you think... it. how how do you think that situation would end? Uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean probably bad for the bug, but not really great for anyone else. Not great else for involved. the person like... either. 
So, yeah. So there you go. Um, so yeah, they they hold the bug at gunpoint and tell him to leave, and then the bug agrees. And on his way out, or their way out, we don't know. The on on the bug's yeah. way out, uh, it chews through all of the trees on the path, and then they chase it with a Sonic the Hedgehog style run cycle. They got that good good where... figure eight going on, uh, like around their legs. And then yeah. And then it's over. And like, it's yeah, they're, they're, well, they're also shooting wildly <laughs> at the bug's direction, uh, yeah. too. And yeah. then it just fades is... to black as they're chasing it and shooting at it. No, no, like, resolution. It's, it's yeah, over no now. No closure. <clears throat> it was really short, and that's a blessing. It um, wasn't like, it, but it, it wasn't like so grossly bad that we were upset about it. So that's, a, oh, that's no. something there. <laughs> yeah. No, I will say that this. This format of cartoon probably works better in the short form without like all the extraneous bullshit attached to it. Yeah, and there wasn't um, there wasn't a live action scene at the beginning or end, which is great. Yeah, I like there was only that. one line. There was only like one moment that made me go, "What?" And that was <laughs> that was uh, right at the beginning. Yeah, it was like it was like Mo. Like it was right after the car got destroyed, and then like Larry's gonna say, "I'm gonna write this person a ticket for violating uh, like law and stuff like that," and then like forced law, and then Mo's like, "Ah, yeah, you animal, uh, you wouldn't know how to, uh, you don't know how to write, and if you did, you wouldn't know who to write it for." And it was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. It's just such a weirdly worded line. I don't know. Like I guess they're trying to say that he can't write. Which okay, you know who I but think then, can't write. Whoever wrote that line, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Good joke, me. Um, uh, well, well, and then there's the laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, 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 audience, bazinga! Okay. Um, <laughs> bazingas. So. Uh, yeah, so it's it's not the worst researchers cartoon. There are moments that actually were funny intentionally. So there you go. That's more than I can say about a lot of them. I should not um, have given up hope because this was actually okay. It was okay. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. Let's All right. Let's watch another one. So let's watch another cartoon. Yes. Uh, so let's go ahead. Let's pull up that little thing that's called. The list. The list. Oh. Ding dang. <laughs> no, you're saying ding dang. <laughs> ding dang. Ding dang dong. The ding dang list. Uh, all right. All right. Alex, drum roll. Okay. Um, I don't know what the context of this is, like who's making it or anything, but we're going to watch a cartoon called Tom Thumb. Is this oh. Nalatoons again? I hope not. I hope not. I, I don't want to see any more Mellow Tunes. <laughs> they are yeah. very, very boring to me. All right. <laughs> I don't want to see any more Mellow Tunes because I was done with Sunday school like 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I 
headlines tonight. Dumb tiny boy keeps trying to get killed. This this really is the story of my life. It's this cartoon's about a little asshole who keeps on getting himself in trouble. Very little. Very little. Like Okay, so it's loosely based off the fable of Tom of Thumb, which is basically just there's a tiny boy who was the size of a thumb and he was born, he could speak, and then he just kept on being a tiny boy forever, basically. And couldn't stop being eaten. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he kept on diving into the throats of various animals as they come on by. Um, Yeah, it's, it's... it's it's a okay so this cartoon basically starts off with a really good stork uh, extremely uh, good by. stork thank uh thank the dumbo one yeah it's good good old delivery stork dropping their baby off down the chimney uh and then like the father after pacing around all like In his uh, shiny wh- latex boots and his knees that are just above like just like in the middle of his shins, <laughs> uh. um, like he he uh, runs to the door and his wife comes out and holds out her palm, which has a little baby that, like that fits in her palm and says like "What's up?" This says like "What's up, pops?" And he faints. Womp womp. Um, we should mention by the way, because I don't think we said before. This is an Ooh I works uh short. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a two D animated short by Ubi Works, uh, person who worked with Disney and um, did a lot of stuff for Disney, uh, including like a lot of like the old Oswald stuff. But yeah, this is his own independent kind of stuff here, and it's it shows in the animation. It's it's some there's some really cute flourishes and stuff in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's 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 a really cute cartoon for sure um basically it has almost nothing to do with the original story except for the fact that it has a tiny boy in it who gets into trouble basically and the first thing he does is he uh basically fucks with a cuckoo clock and then what uh no he, you need- he messes up because he messes up a cuckoo clock okay uh and then he falls into uh, some dough for a pie. And his mom says, no, don't go into the dough. That's dangerous. And then he's like, okay. So he then falls into the box of raisins that's next to his uh, mother. And then he gets put in the pie anyways. <laughs> and he bursts out. As and Casey like, pointed out, he's kind of an idiot. Yeah, yeah he's a, he's a, he's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, or a Tom Thumb is a detestable ass. human being. Um, yeah. Uh, but I mean, he's not that bad. He's not. He's he's. he's I mean, no, imagine uh, imagine a toddler. Now imagine them being about twice as big as a thimble. Yeah, <laughs> and just that's picture true. how fragile that toddler would be, because toddlers <laughs> are all dumb. Every toddler is dumb. I was dumb it's when true. I was a toddler. I'm still dumb. Mm-hmm. If uh, you're a toddler and you're <laughs> listening to this, you're getting put on blast right now. <laughs> Screw uh, you, baby. Probably don't listen to our show if you're a toddler. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I know it's about cartoons, but uh, so the so yeah, Tom Thumb nearly gets baked into a pie, 
and then uh his mom makes him play piano yeah a player piano which is strange because there's a part of this cartoon where you see a calendar and it says it takes place in it's it says it's the 1500s uh yeah it's weird like there's a lot of anachronisms there it's Um, yeah (laughs) it's a weird timeline Uh, they don't really do much with that either like it's not like for a comedic effect or anything it's just there i think it's literally just because that's what the story is supposed to be taking place in or something like that sure because i think maybe that's like when the story was written or something i don't know um um but yeah, it's like the piano basically knocks him out of the window and he lands into some hay, which then gets eaten by a goat. Yeah. And oh, he gets eaten by the goat. That's a that's a long sequence. Well, it has it has that old fashioned cartoon. Every time there's a goat in one of these old cartoons, they have the same joke. Uh, but in this one, you see him like inside of the goat's mouth with a bunch of like clocks and cans and screws and stuff. <laughs> While he's dangling on the. U- uvula, uvula and then yeah. and then after uh the goat gets hiccups he falls and slips and there he goes oh no he's in the goat belly and it's 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 really a long sequence <laughs> it's it's kind of a, it's it's knowing about certain demographics <laughs> um <laughs> It definitely makes that kind of scene kind of uncomfortable to sit through because <laughs> you know exactly where some people are going to go with it. There are um, three. It happens three times in this cartoon. Yes. So, this is the, the goat. The goat is the most elaborate one. But yeah, yes. Um, and then his dad saves him. And. Uh, he is not traumatized by nearly being a part digested of, yeah by nearly being digested by a goat he's he's 100% untraumatized by this experience to the point that as soon as he's in his father's hand he says i want to go fishing with you and the dad says no you're too fucking small and <laughs> so he, and so uh the dad is also strangely unfazed by what's just happened I imagine these. I imagine like you're pulling them. It's it's basically a miracle that that their son survives every five seconds. So they're probably at this point just pretty used to it. They kind of got. They kind of got. Go ahead, HD. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure they just sort of are like just yesterday. They just fished the Tom Thumb out of like their dog's stomach a little bit ago. And then, like, the other week, it was, like, a raven that was flying by or something. Just, like, it's it's happening all the time, and it won't yeah, stop. Yeah, I mean, this, this cartoon starts with him basically trying to get eaten in a pie. Uh, <laughs> Tom Thumb. Like, Every day where he still lives is a triumph. Tom, Tom Thumb, oh my god. Just, <laughs> can you cool it for a second? Uh, so he... So he sneaks into his dad's tackle box which is shaped like a picnic basket uh and they they go fishing and tom thumb gets in a fight with one of the the worms it's a huge life or death struggle yeah and the worm 
attaches Tom Thumb to a four-pronged hook and throws him into the depths of the ocean. Or probably a lake, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and he gets eaten by a fish. And the fish gets eaten by a fish. And that fish gets eaten by a whole matryoshka doll of fishes. Uh, and I'm not making any of that up. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then the biggest fish gets caught by Tom Thumb's dad, who forces all of the fishes in this fish matryoshka doll to come the out. Bark. Yes. So, so yeah, uh, until all that's left is his son, who once again miraculously survived against all odds. Um, they, and that's basically the end. That's yeah, it. he gets, he gets spanked and that's it. Yeah, you get, get spanked. God damn it! Like this is <laughs> this is a really unintentionally kinky cartoon. Yeah, I mean, who you got the latex. Us, who boots. among us? Who among us has not been dodeca vored by a fish? <laughs> oh, and Jesus. then yeah. and then saved by our fathers who promptly spanked us. <laughs> our is... latex booed fathers. Yeah. Please cut that, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this is that was terrible. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, that's um, it for Tom Thumb. It's it's it, I I enjoyed it, but only because it had some really beautiful animation. Um, yeah. it's it's definitely a short that's like kind of obnoxious if you're a little too like like you want want him to just stop. <laughs> To just stop, but it's not like it's not like that one. What's his What's his name? Who's that really annoying guy? Gabby. Uh, Gabby. Gabby. Yeah, it's not yes, Gabby. Him. He's not a Gabby. He's 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 a kid. He's he has a justification for being kind of a prick because he's very young. You know, he's I think just he's like four idiot. or five, and he's, he's just he's just, he's just super dumb. Yeah. And 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 when you're a kid, you're super super duper dumb. So there you go. Know. Um. So yeah, it's 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 a cute cartoon. I I don't hate it. Um, I thought it was pretty it's just, good. It's yeah, good. Same. it's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, and with that, let's go ahead. Let's go down to our final cartoon of the evening. So yeah, let's go ahead. Let's pull up. Uh. The list. Alex, drumroll. Well, um, okay. We're gonna have one of these then. Uh, we're gonna watch more Colonel Bleep. <laughs> really? It's been a long time since we saw Colonel Bleep. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, right. so yeah, and this we're gonna is, watch. This the... is gonna be a cartoon full of bizarre nonsense. Yeah, basically. Well, episode rather, but yeah. Um. So yeah, this episode, the episode we're gonna be watching is one called. Uh, the ingenious invention. The, the he he. I'm trying to think of a funny thing that he could be inventing, but get your joke out, let's... get him out. I was thinking Snuggy, but that's not funny. <laughs> um, somehow oh, this cartoon will predict the slap shop. The the juice arrow. 
Exactly. I was just going with that. I was just trying to find out what the name was. <laughs> Colonel Bleep starts a starts a Silicon Valley startup. And now stand by for adventure. Three, two, one. This was nonsense. Uh, yeah, it was kind of utter nonsense, <laughs> but that's 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 definitely not unusual for Colonel Bleep. And I will say, unlike a lot of Colonel Bleep stuff I've seen in the past, I could comprehend the plot. It just is complete nonsense. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, like, like it, it, it's not like completely just utter nonsense, like sort of like leaps of logic and like there's like there's a space ocean and there's space pirates in that space ocean or like there are dinosaurs on this planet like real ass dinosaurs and all that and like then there's a villain they're going after who just sort of disappears and is never mentioned in any other of these cartoons that we've seen it feels Um, a little like colonel bleep must have jumped the shark a little bit right (laughs) a space shark yeah, so uh that, so that implies here, that they like had the means to like jump off shark to begin with. Like I'm pretty I sure they were in the of them. Uh, they were in the shark's jaws from the very beginning. Sure. <laughs> so. Uh so, so yeah. Uh so uh for those of you who haven't been listening to our show for a long time, Colonel Bleep is about a space alien man who has something to do with Hiroshima, yada, yada, yada. He creates Hiroshima, a team. <laughs> Hiroshima alerted intergalactic civilization about the power of humanity. They had just discovered the power of the atom, and now he's come to watch them or something. Yeah, well, he, he creates a team of of uh, of people from different eras of time, including a caveman named Scratch and a cowboy puppet boy named squeak i think squeak and in this one squeak and scratch invent a machine that's supposed to make snow but they can't get it right the first All it ever makes is smoke yeah the first ever snow machine which i don't at the time is they must not true? have had snow machines yet <laughs> because yeah it's such an unremarkable thing for us nowadays yeah it's it's because like basically as as time progresses forward they become more and more necessary for like ski lodges to continue to exist um so Mm. but but like in this cartoon there are no snow machines except for this one that doesn't work it makes smoke and then it makes rain and then it makes hail uh, so wait, technically they never even have a snow machine, then. No, they never, Whoa. they never, they never successfully make snow. Uh, so Colonel, meanwhile, Colonel Bleep uh, has duties he must attend to while they're working on their snow machine and trying to get it to work. And he hears an SOS from a <laughs> pod that's floating <laughs> through space that it turns out is chock full of puppies and kittens. Uh, so, <laughs> they don't um, explain sure. why they never no, explain why 
Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Why the f- The Soviets sent a dog up in the so space, many right? What if we sent a bunch of puppies and up in the space? Okay, the the reason is because they had a punchline they wanted to try to make. But then, uh, okay. but then also, I think they were just trying to, like, in reverse engineering that punchline. They realized, well, uh, the Russians- put dogs in space capsules so uh you know let's do that let's that's just a space capsule that has a bunch of different animals uh, from the like puppies and kittens planet (laughs) well no they're from earth they're They're from from earth Earth. they they earth is the puppies and kittens planet but wait 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 who sent the sos the, 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 the animals did, yeah. The puppies, so the puppies and kittens who know Morse code, yes, uh, have been trained by NASA to SOS. They trained on their downtime. That was okay, a coordinated sure. effort. You know what? It makes as much sense as anything else. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, Scratch decides to fill the snow machine with like borax soap flakes or whatever, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ends up creating bubbles that fly through space and Colonel mm-hmm. Bleep finds the bubbles and puts the puppies and kittens inside of them so inside of them so that they can breathe in space. It'll and protect them on their way down to Earth. They, and from... they float yeah. They float down in the bubbles. And the narrator chuckles as he announces that it rained cats and dogs. And then they all had to they all had to cut the recording there because they lost their minds laughing about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's... guessing at at the time it was probably hilarious. I will say this. Out of all the Colonel Bleep cartoons we've watched, I like this one. Yeah, That's me fair. too. I like this I like it's... this more than all of the other Colonel Bleep sweeps. Because it didn't frustrate you people as much. It's not frustrating. It's very simplistic. Like if this was what the show was supposed to be, then I would be better. It's a remarkably low stakes episode for Colonel Bleeps. And that's saying a lot because I don't know what the f*** happened in the other ones. Um, <laughs> like it's, it, it's, God, it, it, it's just, it's a simple premise and they all for the service of a punchline, which is very easy to tell pretty early, but still it's, it's fine. It's fine. I I I, it, I liked it. It was fine. I like a dumb joke like that. <sighs> one thing we didn't like in the middle was the uh, when they do the SOS, they kind of like replay the sound a bunch of times. Oh yeah, but they also like the whole sequence about him trying to find the SOS is like a full like minute and a half, and it's just ridiculous because it it's just annoying. like a narrator. The narrator talking about over and over again about the distress of SOS and like having to explain what the Morse code of SOS is too. Yeah, it's, well, it's, kids don't know. Yeah, well, I sure I don't know either. So, but you know, they just it's just weird. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Would you say that the that we hit the fabled episode where we get no bad cartoons? I mean, we've had uh, episodes where we don't watch bad cartoons. Yeah, I think. Hmm. Yeah, none none sucked this time. Yeah, yeah none were so none, bad none that, them, that I had nothing. Great, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I will I accept if, a if wash. I had, if I had one complaint, I would say there weren't enough puppies and kittens. 
That is very true. I mean, you can you can really just apply that to most things. Yeah. Palm thumb should should have been a dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tom Thumb the tiny dog. Um Tom Pa. Adorable. Cuz yeah. dogs don't have posable thumbs. Exactly. What if there it's was a, a baby the size of Tom Thumb's thumb? I'm pretty sure that'd get inhaled by the mother like within like the first few seconds. <laughs> Just it's a like a dust, yeah, like a like a dust particle. Them, like yeah, speck of dust, 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 speck of dust, 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 speck of dust, dust, dust. All right. Well, <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, let's uh, move on yes. to our prompts. Yes, let's go to our prompts. So every week, our I always say that every episode. Uh, we have uh, prompts that we give out to our audience uh, for you to respond to about various different cartoon things. Uh, and uh, you can either respond to us either through email at toontownpublicworks at gmail.com or on our Twitter, which is uh, Toontown Public. Um, yeah, it's just Toontown Public. Um, and yes, it's a... Uh, and it's a fun way for us to engage with our audience. Be sure uh, to use the hashtag Toontown prompts. Did you say that? Yes. Yeah, okay. I did not, actually. Thank you for putting it in there. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, that helps us so to uh, find it easier and stuff if you give us a response to our question. Otherwise, we may forget. So, there you go. We don't have any email replies, um, but we do get actually quite a bit of response from our audience for a, the most recent prompt. Let me really? Let me up right now. That's cool. Um, yes. Um, so our prompt from last week was what animated thing, movie, show, etc., are you looking forward to in 2019? Um, okay. So uh, our first response we got was from the Wonder Goomer, uh, who said, uh, the, the most immediate thing I'm looking forward to is the 44-minute episode of Steven Universe. Uh, considering what's going on in the time of this answer, I expect epicness. Um, again, I am not caught up on Steven Universe. I am dreadfully behind. I know this is the problem of my... This is a problem that I have uh, perpetuated on myself. Maybe I'll actually sit down and watch the stuff tonight or maybe tomorrow because I have the next couple of days off. But... Uh, I can't make any promises because I am kind of a dummy. So I but gotta be honest myself. I am also not caught up anymore. And it's kind of annoying because they haven't like they haven't uploaded the episodes onto their app. So I can't really like I mean, they don't mm. really advertise too much or anything online. So I don't know when the stuff happens. So, oh, no, I, I, I completely lose track of it. Like, I don't even know how far behind I am now, honestly. Um, I'm very, very, very far behind. Yeah. <laughs> so I apologize. We have nothing more interesting to say than that at this point. But maybe we'll have actually something to talk about next time. So thank you. Um, Thanks, Wonder I am also yeah. very hyped to see more Steven Universe my chance. Yeah. So, uh... We also got a response from, hold on, Dr. B. Hey, B. Yay. 
so Dr. B said, um, I'm torn between uh, Egretzko or Hilda. Not quite sure personally, since I don't keep up the be- uh, I don't keep up uh, well with uh, anime news. So okay, that's fair. Um, so uh, first off, uh, Gretzko, hell yeah! Oh yeah, um, I forgot to say I finished the Gretzko recently. Oh yay! I'm happy to hear that. Uh, How do you like it? Uh, I liked it a lot. I liked the Christmas special a lot. That was very fun, Chris. The Christmas special is really fun. Um, the show in general is just a lot of fun. Did you watch it subbed or dubbed? I watched it dubbed. Okay. Um, I think the dubbing is pretty good. Uh, overall, I think it hits the beats correctly. But I will say that I I will say that the subs are a little bit better just because there's a couple scenes near the end of the season that get kind of butchered in translation um but other than that yeah it's a good way to watch it nonetheless uh and yeah it's a fun fun show and i'm super excited for season two myself um that said i also uh, i'm looking forward to see more from hilda i've only watched an episode of hilda so far uh uh, for those who don't know what that is, it's a uh, animated show about a little girl who lives in like this, uh, basically um, lives in a, like in the middle of a place where there's like a lot of like mystical creatures and stuff that she sort of hangs out with. Like her be- best pet, best friend slash pet is a uh, uh, a fox deer. Um, and there's like a cute raven dude and there's like a little tiny gnome dude falls around. Uh, it's got this beautiful art style. It's on Netflix. Uh, I really need to watch more of it, but it's generally charming from like the stuff I've seen so far. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to those myself. So yeah, thank you very much, Dr. B. Um, so. Thanks, Big. We appreciate your your answer. Thank you very much. Um, so we got a response from uh, Maxime Villain. I don't know how to pronounce that, uh, but uh, they said that they look they're looking forward to anything that looks like uh, the Spider Verse Lego Movie Masterisk, which basically just means any sort of animated uh, movie or show that attempts to do like kind of like a stylized thing in three D animation. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to more stuff like that as well. But I mean, we do have a Lego movie sequel coming up here, uh, this year very soon. Two months actually Um, from now. I know it's, there's a lot of really cool, like films that are actually trying to do different types of art styles now. And that's really good. Um, let me see if I can actually pull up here. Uh, I am actually curious about the asterisk movie. Um, because I know that that's like a thing. It's not the first Asterisk movie, I believe. It was, uh, let's see. It was a animated one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know there was one in like 2016, I think, or it may have been earlier. Actually. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It looks like there's been a bunch. There was one in 2014. Okay. Asterisk, The Mansions of the Gods. And this, uh, it looks like there was one. It's a 2018 French one. Uh, well, I'm they. I don't know if the others were French as well. I don't know. Like these, these haven't typically had like American, like big American releases, as far as I can tell. Uh, nope. 
but there, yeah, it looks like one called Asterisk, uh, The Secret of the Magic Potion in 2018. Um, based on comic books, so my dad was from Norway. We had a lot of Asterisk comics that I didn't know how to read <laughs> in our house. Oh. <laughs> so Thought they were pretty, though. Yeah. I keep calling them Asterisk. It's Asterix. Asterix. <laughs> yeah, with an X. Yeah, I'm... I'm- uh, I'm not from the region, so I, I apologize for butchering yeah. the name there. But uh, yeah, I I hope we get to see those here because they do look really pretty. Yeah. Um, and in terms of like, I looked all over. There's most of the stuff are pretty conventional anime, uh, animated designs, other than like the Lego movie. Though I'm curious about what the Adams family anime movies going through because that's supposed to come out in 2019 as well and if it goes like for like kind of a good. like yeah if it's if it uses like a art style similar to like that kind of thing mm-hmm. then i'm totally on board so yeah um okay uh and lastly we got a response from um oh my god i'm sorry if i'm, I'm gonna butcher your name i'm so sorry um uh matt Stiab, uh, it's S T A I B. I Stabe. I I know I know someone with that with that last name. Okay. Stabe. Yeah. Okay, Matt Stabe. I apologize. I am a dumbo. Um. So thank you for responding, Matt. Um. And they actually had a somewhat of a different answer here. Um. And they said, um, I'm looking forward to Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, from the trailers, it looks like they really improved the quality of the animation of the di- uh, dialogue and expression rendering. Gone are days of the flat 2D mouth movements. The visual effects are also stunning. And you know what? That is a valid answer in this that case. That is extremely um, valid. Um, because, and I'm not just saying it because it's like Disney characters and, you know, they're recreating animated Disney films and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's a fair point to bring out that yes, there are a lot of really good animation stuff that's in video games in general. And it's only being more and more impressive as like the years have come by. Um, if you ever want to respond say like, you know, something animated in like a video game is like something that you enjoy. You can definitely do that. I won't, I, I won't be like, you can't like you can say your, your favorite anime movie and say it's a star Wars rogue squadron or something like that. But like, um, but you can like, come i i th- that's my <laughs> okay i play video games all the time and for some reason i went with star wars rogue squadron as like uh the generic video game title <laughs> yeah for some reason i don't know why i did that i don't even like those games so anyway. you said this was from you said this was from a matt stabe m-a-t-t yes okay thank you for listening to the program matt yeah thank you uh, yeah by the way, uh, I would like to chime in that I've seen, like, just to add on to this, I've seen comparisons between, like, how the game looks now, like, in Kingdom Hearts 3, just and then, like, actual gameplay, and then the same action in the first game, and they look on par with each other, which I think really goes to show how far, like, like graphics in general have come. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I love... Like unapologetically, I, I love Kingdom Hearts in spite of everything they've done, and uh, <laughs> and like I uh, I don't know, like it has Donald Duck in it. <laughs> like, what can it's a I Square say? Enix game that stars Donald Duck. I love it's a good Donald Duck. He's so good. 
Um, He's a good duck. Yeah, and uh, and he looks very glossy in this one. So that's what, really uh, <laughs> what if they brought what if they brought Huey, Dewey, and Louie back uh, into Kingdom Hearts three, and they got the voice actors from the new Ducktales to voice them this time. That would I'd be okay fun. With it. Uh, and then they got uh, and then they get David Tennant to do Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, the the budget for this game is getting bigger and bigger as we speak. They never get the original voice actors. They do. Uh, they, yeah, do they do actually. Oh, do they? Uh, no, no, yeah. Like I mean, it happened quite a bit in the original series, but in this one specifically, uh, they're getting all pretty much every cast member from Frozen back, every character from Tangled okay, back. They, they got Mandy Moore uh, back. All right. Yeah, they got I Mandy just, Moore I back. I just remember playing Kingdom Hearts two and like just the extremely like tone deaf awful thing that they did with Mushu right yeah yeah so like, Wait, like I don't that's, remember that's this. What, they got uh, they got a white got, voice actor to play Mushu. Oh, um that was a thing that disney did for a while is that Mushu was voiced by a white dude <laughs> when they yeah, couldn't get Eddie murphy it is it is uh, extremely tasteless um, yeah, so... though they did get the original voice actress for Mulan to reprise her role in Kingdom Hearts 2. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They, okay. I mean, they got they, they definitely they got back Paige O'Hara to be Belle. They got the original boy, Beast voice actor. I mean, it happens. They even got Angela Lansbury, I think, for like Mrs. Potts. Uh, so like it's they they do bring back voice actors because like that's just the thing about Disney is that like. Once you're like a voice actor for Disney and you voice like one of their major characters, uh, unless you're like Tom Hanks, you know, like that kind of level of superstar, you are probably going to come back when they ask you to to voice a character from like one of their animated films. Like uh, that definitely is true with pretty much all the Disney princesses, uh, like every princess in um, the Wreck-It Ralph sequel here. uh like all of them, got, they got back all the voice actors from everyone that that was still alive and could like do the voice still. So like, um, so like, so yeah, it's it's sorry. it's just a thing. And they and they, and like I said, uh, like in Kingdom Hearts three, like for the Toy Story section, while they don't have Tom Hanks or Tim Allen, they got back freaking Wallace Shawn to be Rex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's in everything. Um, yeah, yeah, I. So the I think the noteworthy thing for me, like the reason I think this is actually a great answer to our prompt is because like I remember like there was a tweet I saw that was like a comparison of the graphics, like the in-play graphics from Kingdom Hearts 3 for the Toy Story section and like the original Toy Story. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like, made this. This actually may have been the thing I was talking about. I'm sorry. I got confused. No, no, you're good. Like It's like, uh, but but wow, like. Like look at look it's at how really much that medium close. has changed. Like it's so it's so good. I'm pretty stoked mm-hmm. too. It's uh it's coming up just a couple of weeks. I don't know if I'm prepared, but I'm excited. <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited too. So thank you for thank writing. Thank you very him. much, Matt. Thank you so much. Um, all right. So Casey, what would you consider uh, being your uh, favorite? Or so like what I'm what I'm looking favorite? forward to. Um. So some noteworthy ones for me uh, for TV shows. Um, I'm going to say uh, 
I'm excited to see. So we talked earlier in the year about the about the upcoming Looney Tunes shorts that they said will have a variety of styles. I'm very mm. interested to see what happens with that, and I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, actually, you know what? I, that doesn't need to be said. That's my default with any animated feature: is cautiously optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. The other one is uh, the other one. I, I thought I would go with something a little different. Have you guys seen the trailer for Klaus? I have not. No. So this no. is actually a Christmas movie. <laughs> so which uh, that, but it, it's oh. uh, it's this done is the. In... Uh, oh, sorry, this is the animated Netflix. Yes, like the first oh, Netflix. Yeah. Netflix picked it up, and it has like this really. Ah, this really beautiful looking uh, 2D animated style where where everything sort of is just like painted uh, and like Mm. meticulously shaded. It looks really, really interesting. Uh, And uh, and the trailer was was very charming. And I'm just really excited to see uh, how that's going to look as a as a completed production. Uh, and the, the other one I was going to mention was the Adams family, which again, cautious optimism, uh, not mm-hmm. much more to say. We haven't seen much from it, uh, but it's a beloved franchise to me. Uh, so that's mine. All right. Um, sir, what's your response? Uh, yeah, I got a response. Lego movie two hands down. And it's not even from like seeing the trailer or anything. It's mainly just from going through the, uh, like, I have not seen the trailer, but just through going through, like, the sets and, like, the, uh... You know how Lego puts out a magazine stuff? Well, all their, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they have all their sets up, and it's looking like they're going with, like, all the, uh, character development and stuff from the first movie. They're just carrying it over. Like, awesome. Melbeard is rad. just ahead now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, it's, a. Uh, yeah, it's a, uh... Yeah, I'm looking forward to Lego Movie 2 as well. Um, and can I we actually keep going? Well, I just, uh, I mean, it looks good. That's all I was going to really say. I've seen trailers, yeah. but yeah. Fair enough. On. Like, just from looking at the sets as well, it seems like they're doing some really interesting, like, meta-type stuff regarding their, like, friends line and stuff in the movie, which I think is going to lead to oh. some very, very cool stuff. I mean, they, they, the, one of the first, like, I think the, one of the main characters is literally just a space friends character. That's neat. I think, I think doing that with that line is going to really play into the whole, like, uh, feminist angle that they seem to be going for for two. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, very excited. We, yeah, I'm excited too. So, let's see. Um,. All right, so for my answer, I mean, there's a lot of things I can really bring up here. Um, in terms of, like, uh, animated movies, there's, like, Movie 2. Um, but then there's, like... Uh, like, I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about, like, stuff like Adam's Family. And I'm also really into just... It's it just... There's a lot of neat movies that are coming out um though there's also stuff like frozen 2 which is like okay cool fine um also minor rant before we continue on um 
for the love of God, if you see someone say that, oh, Zootopia 2 is definitely happening, you better have any good goddamn source to back that up. Because, you know, I've, I've been seeing a lot of like rumors about that recently, but nothing substantial. And you know what? You, you, you either you just freaking you just freaking either have a solid answer or don't. OK, just don't tease me. I, I can't handle that. Um, Wait, it's she. Is Frozen 2 yeah. coming out this year? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, okay. I believe so. You know what else is coming uh, out this year? Zootopia 2. I found it. I found out from a DeviantArt journal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, How to Train Your Dragon 3 or it's going to rock socks off, basically. I know that. That's going to be pretty rad. Um. And in terms of like animated shows, there's like new ones that I'm really looking forward to, like The Owl House and Amphibia, which we've talked about in the past. Um, and, you know, there's there's always like the stuff that's going to get renewed stuff like Bojack Horseman and Big Mouth. And I'm looking forward to both of those. Um, however, uh, I think my answer this time and it's only been very recently um, is uh, Carmen Sandiego. Uh We've talked a bit about about it a little bit on the show here, um, but uh, like there really wasn't a lot of information yet. Uh, they just dropped the trailer not too long ago, um, and my god, it looks really really cool. I I like the art style and the animation style. I like the concept behind it. Basically, the concept is that Carmen San Diego is going to like a thief school. Uh, run by uh, Vile, which is the uh, evil corp- uh, evil like group from the Carmen San Diego series. But then after she's basically said, like she she just wants to steal stuff. That's kind of like how what she's she has Dude. a lot of interest in history and stuff like that. Um, but like when Vile starts like trying to like tell her like you have to kill people together, she's like, uh, no, fuck that. Um, and basically goes rogue and then starts stealing from other villains, basically. Uh, and sounds like uh, a pretty neat premise. And one one of my favorite little details is that she has uh, a uh, she has someone who has like kind of like like a computer person that kind of like like tells her about specific details of like security systems and like basically help guide her through like missions and stuff like that. Uh, his name is Player because it's supposed to be the player from Carbon San Diego games. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That's great! It's great! It's cute! I love it! Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's a it's it's a fun premise. I love the idea, and apparently they're also going to be doing a live action movie on Netflix for Carmen San Diego that may or may not tie into it, mm. uh, the show. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a fun premise. It's basically like Sly Cooper but with a woman, uh, and that's awesome. And it just looks cool. And I've always loved Carmen San Diego as like a character. She's very interesting. Um, and I love the uh, the charmish rogue types, that's for sure. So, uh, and it does seem like they're capturing that in the show as well. So I'm really, really, really excited to see what this is going to be like. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm pretty yeah. stoked. I've I seen played the Carmen. Tra- I played the Carmen San Diego games, at least some of them. I played Where in the USA is Carmen San Diego, but mostly Where in Time is Carmen San Diego was my mm-hmm. favorite one. Mm-hmm. When I was growing yeah. up, so I've got. In fact, I remember actually the coolest Carmen San Diego thing I ever did 
Uh, so I don't know if this was at a lot of planetariums or, or what, but like the planetarium, uh, near, like when I was growing up in, in, in our area had like where in space is Carmen San Diego. And it was like a, it was like a whole like interactive presentation in like that, you know, like that sort of like globe room that. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. That's neat. You know, it was, it was way cool. I remember loving it when I was a kid. Uh, I love that. That's great. So that was fun. Uh, Yeah. Fond memories. Good uh, edutainment icon. Yes. Very good. Um, So yeah, that's, that's my answer here. So uh, next question. Next question, next question. I will say this, HT, before we go on. I did see the trailer for it myself. Uh, mm-hmm. Enjoyed it a lot. Uh, the fact that Finn Wolfhard's there is pretty fun. Yes, yes, very much so. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. The next prompt. The next prompt. Y'all got any ideas? Um, most visually, stylistically interesting hmm. cartoon. We can do or... something there. We can do something there. Favorite maybe... animation. Uh, maybe favorite animation style based on a artist. Mm. Or maybe favorite cartoon ghost. <laughs> You know uh, what? I like that. <laughs> uh, favorite cartoon dog. Oh did no! Did we do? Did we do that? Have we done favorite cartoon dog? I don't think we dog? did. I don't think so. How could you make me choose? <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> okay, if we do favorite cartoon dog, then I'll have all two weeks is enough time for me to come up with an answer to that <laughs> guess what you're not gonna have a singular one you're gonna have three you're gonna have three answers buddy i'm going to force myself to pick one okay so yeah can i say uh, my favorite person dog is you oh, um it doesn't count oh, <laughs> oh i'm flattered, mm, that's though. gay oh very uh, extremely gay <laughs> um <laughs> but yes uh yeah, what is your favorite cartoon dog? Uh, well, no, well, not that. Holy what is your favorite shit. cartoon dog? Dog, dog, <laughs> D-O-G. cartoon dog? Please. No, please, <laughs> not that, no. Favorite please, cartoon dog, D-O-G. D-O-G, okay? That's, Delta, that's what Oscar, uh... I don't Gamma remember. phone. Jeez. What is yeah. your fa- what is Gamma. your favorite cartoon god? If you say anything but Jesus, you're going to hell. <laughs> favorite cartoon god. No. Favorite. We should probably cartoon, cut that. Favorite cartoon dog. Fa- favorite cartoon Canis Lupus dog. There. <laughs> yes. There you go. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Yep, so uh, just respond to that either by emailing us at ToontownPublicWorks at gmail.com or uh, by responding to this tweet with the hashtag ToontownPrompt. Uh, it just makes it so much easier to try to find it whenever I'm looking for it. I'll, I'll try searching for you, but if I miss it and you don't have that prompt, you don't have anyone to blame but yourself, okay? 
Um, You're so trapped that's... in the void without that prompt, without that uh, hashtag. Yeah. My favorite, so... my favorite cartoon darling is the one from Mouse Penis Adventure. What was it again? <laughs> the... Boat Mouse and the Penis Boat Adventures. Boat Mouse and the Penis Adventures. <laughs> Uh, the title of this episode. Um, it's not gonna be the title of this episode. We can't get this on the. I'm making this the title of the episode. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it'll okay. be the subtitle of this episode. <laughs> uh, okay. We'll um, see. <laughs> maybe uh, just boat mouse boat and then mouse. like a eggplant emoji or something. Boat mouse winky face. <laughs> <laughs> Boat mouse. Boat you know. mouse. <laughs> uh, there you go. Boat uh, mouse. Jesus is watching. Um, anyways, um, thank you for listening to Town Public Works. Uh, as always, we want to thank our editors, uh, Aki and Alex, for working their butts off to make this you. work. A good dragon yeah. and a good lemur. They both rule. Yeah, yeah. So thank Alex for Alex. Thank Aki for Aki. Uh, we have a website. It's called ToontownPublicWorks.com. It's kind of a website. It's basically where we post the show notes. There's nothing else mm-hmm. really there. Uh, but if you want to watch the cartoons we watched today, that's where you can find them. Yay. And uh, again, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash TTPW. Bonus content ahoy. Uh, and what else? What else? What else? What else? Leave reviews uh, for us on iTunes and wherever else you find this uh, <laughs> podcast because they're very helpful for our algorithms. Yeah, for the algorithm. Also, they help uh, us figure out what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong, and that way we can make our podcast even better. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, and if you ever did want to just send an email just with general feedback or ideas or just stuff you know stuff we might enjoy you can absolutely do that just you know again the email is toontownpublicworks at gmail.com um so with that i think that's all the stuff that's so that's all the stuff all right so let's go ahead and finish this off i am ht the raccoon i'm casey the dog i'm sir the cat and this has been toontown public works and these cartoons they've been archived We're not using that as the title. We are absolutely using that as the title. (laughs) You know I will find a way I will find a way to make this work. Boat mouse penis, boat mouse penis, boat mouse penis. And that's all of our show.